everybody. Welcome back. I'm Katie. And I'm Kate. And this is Premeditated. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Thanks for coming back and joining us. We're super excited for another episode. We're back to our routine. We're back yep. to our schedule. Yep. Excited to chat today about murder. But yeah. But um, uh, we, Kate and I actually, we just like, we're like, we got to hit the record button because we're sitting here talking about the most fucked up show I think I've probably ever yeah. seen in my life. Oh, it's Dahmer. It's Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah. The and story of Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer on Netflix came out September 21st. First. And um, it, I can honestly say, and this is, says a lot about like, like, because you know that nothing creeps me out. Yes. Like, uh, I am so creeped out by that show. It's. It's honestly repulsive. I can't stop watching. I mean, I do stop. I have to take little like breaks and do yeah. a palate cleanser. We yeah. were talking like we'll, we we started watching like the Great Bridge Bake Off in between episodes. Oh, oh for sure, it is it is dark as fuck. And I think it's also because like they the cinematography like they did it all super dark. dark. And also, so it's Evan Peters, and you know the other show that he's famous for is American Horror Story. Yeah. I could only make it partway through season one. Yeah, well, season one of American Horror Story is by far the scariest in my opinion. Yeah, because the others are like creepy and good. Yeah, thing. but God, season Connie one. Connie Britton is... and Dylan McDermott. It was gross and weird, and then eventually I stopped. I couldn't do it. I he couldn't do it. It was too in... disturbing. Yeah, I love I love American Horror Story, but season one is by far the most fucked up. Like I can still remember watching that and being like. Okay, I'm sleeping with the lights on now because it's so fucked up. But American Dahmer, Ho- my yeah. God. Yeah, Dahmer. Holy shit. Guys, like, if you're going to watch it, just, like, it's it's dark. And that's coming from us. It says a lot. It's fucking dark. So get a palate cleanser queued up. Well, I think it's, like, I mean, because Dahmer, it is, like, I think it's pretty spot on. Like, all, everything I know about Dahmer, yeah. it's, like, the stories are, are there. I'm, like, I remember this story. But it's just the idea of... I think it's just, again, like... It's just so disturbing. Everyone has seen Jeffrey Dahmer's <clears throat> picture. Everyone knows what he looks like. Everyone knows his story. Evan Peters does a great job with his, because, you know, we know he's, he's from Wisconsin. So you, like, you know, like what that Wisconsin accent sounds like. And Evan Peters does it amazing. Amazing. I think what it is, you know, the word I would use is it's uncomfortable. Yeah. You're right. The whole time you're like, oh God, no, no, no. Just watch the, just watch it guys. Like, I'm just going to say, prepare to be disgusted and like get a fucking palate cleanser, whether it be Great British Bake Off. Modern Family. Ted Lasso. Chris Maloney's ass. ass. Like, (laughs) like Monty Python. Just do something. You gotta take a break. Do not binge watch this show. We don't want to be responsible for your downward spiral. (laughs) Because you, it it for sure. And don't drink and watch this show. Yeah, no, go. I did that Friday night. Yeah, no, this show, I, I don't think I've ever honestly gotten like, the shivers from a show. Oh, yeah. it literally gave me body shivers several yeah. times where I was like, oh my fucking God, no. Oh, uh, so yeah, that's our little pitch for Dahmer. Um, it's fucked up. You- oh, Friday night and Friday night, you sent me, I had fucked up dreams Friday night. Yeah, I bet you did. One, uh, Dahmer. I drink maybe every like two months. Yeah. I'll have like a drink or something. I had a bottle of wine Friday night. <laughs> And then I, uh, unbeknownst to myself, ordered two huge bags of gummy bears on Amazon. Because you have to. That were delivered yesterday. Yep. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I was like, no. Like, drunk Kate strikes again. (laughs) Yes. 
pee outside Kate. Yeah. Struck <laughs> again. Then I, then you sent me that link. You sent me that text late Friday night yes. with the link. Our local high school homecoming, had, football, homecoming game football game between our city and like a very nearby rival city had uh, a shooting, a shooting. And the thing that pisses me off to no end is one, the video that you sent me, you see these kids in their little football jerseys running for their fucking lives. For their fucking lives. You hear people screaming. An 18-year-old kid and a 21-year-old kid got shot, not fatally. A whole group of individuals had been denied entry. Because they weren't local. They didn't. And the school officials did the right thing by denying them entry. They must have sensed something or... They, I don't know what their protocol is for admitting someone. And the then a school official went to a police officer that was at the game and said, you know, we denied entry to these kids. They're gathered in a group. The officer was driving to that area when he heard gunshots. And because of this, the homecoming game was canceled. Right. Homecoming and then dance. The whole school. weekend, the yeah. whole fucking weekend was canceled because some jackass some 15 year old, which is they caught the person today. 15 years old. 15 years old. Student at the student high school. At, at the high school. Shot two people. Well, his life is ruined. Yeah. I mean, they don't even have basic decision making skills at that point. What is he doing with the fucking right. weapon? That's my question. I just, we don't get political on the show, but here's what I'm going to say is that I don't care why you think this country has a gun problem. I don't care if you think it's because we need more regulations. If you think it's because we have a mental health crisis. If you think it's because parents are shit. I don't fucking care. But we aren't doing shit about any of those three things. Yeah. We aren't doing shit about like to control guns. We aren't doing shit to help with the mental health crisis. We aren't doing shit to help parents who are struggling and don't have time to be with their children. Yep. So like. We don't pay a living wage. We literally aren't doing shit. So what do we expect? Right. So and now, I just, I mean, and I said, like Kate said it, but the video is truly fucking heartbreaking. Babies, you can see the the, the terror on these fucking babies' faces of like, holy shit, I hear guns and what they did, what they learned to do, what they knew to do was fucking sprint and run, run for their lives. Run. And that is literally, it was an entire stadium yeah. of people Running, running away from this this shotgun. And the thing that got me that just broke my heart the second time I watched it was there is one kid uh in a football jersey um at the end of the like the end of the whole team or whatever he was standing down there first gunshot he starts running. Yeah. So I, he knows what yep. gunshots sound like. You're right. You're absolutely right. I didn't I saw him but now that you say that's exactly you're absolutely right. And think back to your homecoming. You know, it doesn't matter who you are or how popular you were or anything like that. Like the homecoming game and the homecoming dance, like that's a rite of passage. Yeah. And those poor kids have had to deal with fucking COVID. You're right. Mask school shootings. Yeah. And now their homecoming weekend. And think about the seniors. This yeah. is their last chance. And it's completely the whole weekend. And, and honestly, I bet this was the first homecoming because 2020 was canceled. Yep. I bet 2021 is canceled. I bet this was the first homecoming yep. there have been there has been in two years. Yeah. So it's just like, it's so And do you fucking... remember what a big deal it was? Like as a girl, like yeah. you buy a dress and you get a date and like, it's yes. exciting. And even if you're just going with a friend or yeah. you're not, you know, you're going with your girlfriends or whatever, you get dressed up and you go to a dance and like, it's such a special, innocent time. And it fucking pisses me off. Yeah. I'm just tired of it. I I'm really just, am. I'm just tired of not doing anything. Like 
I don't, we don't need to sit and argue about why this is a problem. What I'm hoping that you all agree with is like something needs to change. Yeah. So like let's together use our noggins and figure out that something is and then like address it because we're just too busy fighting over the cause that we're not, we're not. The politicians the aren't going to do no. shit. They're going like, to do oh, whatever's in their best interest. People kill people, people kill people. For great. If that's what you feel like, if that's truly what you believe yeah. in, what is it? And we need to do something. And whether you think the cause is, like I said, mental health or parents being shit or needing more. Just access just to something. weapons. I mean, just, and whatever you think the cause is, like, just like, let's, let's figure out what the solution can be rather than arguing over what the cause is, because there is a problem. I think we can all see that. Yeah. And I don't really give a shit what the cause is. I just want to find a solution. So, all right. What do you, what do you have for uh, us today? Well, so yeah, I will go ahead and get started this week. I am going to bring us to Utah. Oh, why not? You, you, know? you. So BYU, Salt Lake, all that fun stuff. And also the state where a woman named Tanya Nicotina was murdered. You're also missing another vital landmark. What? Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> How could I forget? You just. So yeah, so so to bring us back to 2010, Tanya was a 34-year-old mother of two. Her kids were 11 and 9 at the time. She had a son and a daughter. Her, their names are posted a couple different places, but like there's really no point to talk no, about. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd like, rather not. Yeah. So Tanya was born November 8th, 1975 in Arch Russia. So Whoa. yeah, so I'm going to call her Tanya, but her, her actual like birth name was Tatiana, um, but she went by Tanya. So she was working as an assistant preschool teacher. She was also working towards her degree in early childhood development. She wanted to be a lead teacher, but, um, you know, she had a little bit of school to get through before she got there. Everyone that knew her described her as just like a patient, genuine. Oh, you'd have to be. Super sweet woman. I mean, yeah, to be a school teacher, a preschool teacher, nonetheless. Like, I have a preschooler. Let me tell you. I love that kid, but he even annoys me sometimes. (laughs) I know. I'm like, uh, the amount of questions that he asks. He, the other Someone, day I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't the know. Where's the tape? Where's yeah. the tape? Where's I, the tape? I don't know. Where's the tape? I don't, I really or don't I'm know. looking for it. I'm yeah. literally looking for it. Like, and he's still asking. And I'm like, I understand you come from an instant gratification generation, <laughs> but Auntie Kate can't do a whole lot. I can't get the tape fast enough for you. <laughs> yeah. I don't move real quick to begin with. So there's a story of a situation where someone came into her home and she wasn't a woman of, of like a, a lot, you know, she, uh, I'll describe it a little bit later, but she didn't, didn't have a ton when it came to money or finance. I mean, she was, she was a preschool teacher, you know, a, right. not even a lead. She was, so she was, she, you know, she was struggling to get by, but her, one of her friends came in and her dining room table was gone. And they were like, what happened to your dining room table? And she said, well, you know, someone down the hall was in need of a dining room table. And, and I, you know, I don't sit and eat here a ton. So I figured that they could just have it. So she Aww, just like, so she was that kind of person. Good person, very good person. So, so yeah, so she, uh, in 1999 married a man named Dale Jankowski. So they met when a friend of Dale's traveled to the Ukraine. So at some point in, in Tanya's life, not a ton of information on her early child, like our childhood or early life, but she was born in Russia. At some point she, she moved to the Ukraine. And so, you know, a couple of years before 1990, probably 1997, 1998, Dale met Tanya when a friend of his traveled over to the Ukraine uh, to marry 
Tanya's sister. And so his friend introduced the pair and Tanya then moved over to the States in 1998 and they married a year later in 1999. At least they met in person. Like I watched a documentary on- I thought, I like the whole time I was, I was like, I wonder if this was like a mail order Mail bride order situation. bride. Like it just creeps me out. Yeah. But. So I'm not sure that- Dale was significantly older than her. Although I did think about stripping when I was in college, just because the student student loans were crippling. Honestly, I don't blame people for doing it. Like if you got the body for it, more power to you. I had the body, but I did not have the moves. (laughs) (laughs) I also did not have the knees. (laughs) <laughs> like I could see that. Like I doubt anyone would help me up. Yeah. Like if I, <laughs> I'd be like, if oh, I, oh, I, did, I had to have pull. We like went, falling. <laughs> went to Cowgirl Sink in Seattle. But, oh God. Anyone familiar with Seattle? Meredith. Woo woo. We used to go. To, we used to go to Cowgirl Sink all the time. It? Like a ride the mechanical bull. It's like a coyote ugly. Got it. Kind of thing. Got it. And it was a meat market. It was so trashy. I. One time when I was grinding up on some dude and, uh, or vice versa, I'm not really not sure it all kind of blurs together, but I dropped it like it's hot as you do. And it was not, it was not hot. It was not hot. <laughs> I was like, can you give a girl a hand? And he was like, what? And I was like, help, help me, help me up. I can't, my knees can't take it. So together they had two children that hurt, you know, the two kids that, that I was uh, referencing And in 2006, so like seven years after they married, they got divorced. Now, Jankowski claimed that the divorce wasn't caused by anything in particular. He said there was no infidelity, there was no abuse, there were no drugs, gambling, but it was a super contentious divorce. Well, when there's kids involved. Yeah. So the couple fought over custody, they fought over money, assets, child support, etc. During the period of their divorce, Tanya sought two orders for protection, saying at one point she like feared for her life from Jankowski. Jankowski claims that he and Tanya had called the police on each other several times, and the first two protective orders that she filed for were dismissed. He says he never abused Tanya, um, but the OFPs mentioned that, or the orders for protection that she filed for mentioned that he was physically and verbally abusive. Yeah, I also do want to say, though, like, in everything I read, I'm not sure if there was an actual Oh, abuse. okay. Like, it, it I'm is, like, I hope that dirtbag rots in hell. It's, it, <laughs> it might have been just a contentious divorce, and they were... People do things yeah, in the heat of the moment. Yeah, and I, no, nothing against her, nothing against him. I don't know. He could have been an abusive piece of shit, but I, it's, it's, in everything I've read, I'm not sure if, if that was actually the case, if he was that well, way all or right. not. I'll reserve judgment. Um, but she, uh, in the order for protection, in addition to mentioning uh, Jankowski, they also mentioned Jankowski's mom and her name is Mary Nance Hansen. She goes by Nance. So it said that Nance was verbally abusive to her and we just like call her and be like, your kids deserve better. They shouldn't be with you. They should be with my son. And just was like, whoa, super nuts. Sounds like Jankowski's got a hover and mother right yeah. there. Yeah. So Nance. Yeah. So Nance was a little cray cray. Uh-huh. And it sounds like in the beginning, Nance liked Tanya, but over time, things just became really toxic. And it's not like the mothers was- are fucking insane. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it sounds like Nance was a little bit crazy. Initially, Jankowski and Tanya shared custody of the kids 50 50, but later on, a judge gave Tanya full custody and, and awarded her, you know, an 
additional larger amount of child support than had initially been offered. Jankowski was super opposed to Tanya having full custody. He was raised, Nance was a single mother to him. It sounds like his own father wanted to be part of his life, but she, but would. she wouldn't let him. Oh, Nance sounds like a jewel. Yeah. And so it sounds like Nance was very protective of Jankowski. There was a bad taste in his mouth about single moms, I guess. Oh, well, and he was like, well, I grew up without a father and exactly. I don't want my kids to grow up without Absolutely. a father. Yeah. So, so he was like, I, you know, he wanted to be part of his kid's life. He really didn't like the idea of her having full custody. So again, Tanya, not only was she like kind and sweet and people raved about her personally, but she was also described as being like an amazing mom. She was always laughing. She was always happy. She would always do anything she could for the kids, even though at times, you know, things it were hard thing and yeah. thin and, and it was hard. So, you know, after, after their divorce, Dale Jankowski moved in with his mother on the weekends, um, despite the fact that Tanya had full custody on the weekends, the kids would go over with, with Jankowski and. and so she Nance. was trying, she so, was yeah, trying so she, to just make it as amicable as possible. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And the kids got to see their dad. They they would always see their grandma. But again, the grandma was always super nasty to, to Tanya. There was a time during their marriage. So when Tanya was married to Jankowski for Tanya's birthday, Nance gave her an envelope that like looked like a birthday card and inside was a coupon for tampons. Like, oh, what the fuck? Right? Isn't that just fucked up? It's like, I don't even know what to say about that. That is a weird form of like... Passive aggressive. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, I would love to have been a fly on the wall when that happened. Like, what was she like? Was she like, <laughs> or was she like, yeah? Yeah, that's not quite the burn you think it is. Yeah, Nance. it's like I'd be like, thank you so much. Tampons are expensive. I appreciate the coupon. <laughs> oh my god, my Tampax pearls are pricey. So thanks. So in a different, in addition to living with his mom, uh, J- Jankowski also was a foster dad to troubled youth boys mostly so he fostered troubled boys apparently yeah it's it's a sort of strange it's like it's a strange dynamic i'm not implying anything i just just, i I know when i read it too i was like "Hmm." maybe he did it before he got married or i really don't know but that was something something and so tanya was like nervous for her kids to be around that because she's like they're these they're troubled troubled boys they're troubled yeah be a bad influence or whatnot so after the divorce like i said Tanya's life was pretty tough. She was underemployed. She got small odds and ends jobs just to make things meet for a while. She was on welfare and living in in like, uh, you know, public housing, doing her best. She, in the Ukraine, she had a master's of education, but obviously like those things are, that pisses me off so much. I'm I'm trying to remember when I met, it was an Uber driver or a Lyft driver somewhere. I think it may have been in LA where he was, Oh, he was here. And I think it was from India, I want to say. And in his country was a some sort of some doctor. Yeah. And he's like, I am starting over here. Like yeah. I, it, it meant enough for him to come to the United States that he was willing to give up all of his education to start new in the US. And he was literally starting from the ground, like as a Lyft or Uber driver or whatever it was at the time. Oh so, so she was studying, she actually had studied to be an electrician and she got her license, but because she had That's her- badass. I know, I'm like, God, good for you, Tanya. But with two kids at home, two young kids, she couldn't yeah. leave them. And electricians, any of those trades, the hours are crazy. on call. And so she just couldn't, it it didn't work out for her. So that's when she decided to become a teacher. Except if you're an electrician for Excel, you don't come out when we have a power outage. (laughs) For hours. For hours. Hours. And then I steal electricity from Kate's garage because it's my house. (laughs) It's true. I literally lose power 
three times more than Kate does. At least. Oh, yeah. It's gotten way better. It used to be like we'd lose our power weekly. Well, that's because you had those fucking squirrels committing suicide on the power lines. The reason our we have a transformer in our backyard, the reason our power would go out so often is because we literally, a squirrel would cause the, the electricity to whatever, jump or whatever. Yeah. And it would blow the transformer. And so we had a squirrel graveyard back under that transformer. I am not kidding you. There were like dozens of dead squirrels. And anytime a squirrel got electrocuted, it'd be like, RIP, but our power. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder if they're watching each other. Yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do don't it. Don't do it, Fred. Don't do it. We always joked that our yard was like the, the yard for the bad squirrels where like, they were like, oh, it's, it's electrocution day. Oh like, my God. They're like, it's capital day. punishment. Yeah. Everyone's like sitting there like clanging their little, <laughs> all the squirrels are clanging their nuts on the fence and are like, oh, dead man walking. Dun, 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 dun. So that's what we're like. It's all the naughty, all the bad squirrels are in it's our It's the yard. green mile. <laughs> Who's getting killed today? Who's getting killed today? He was being electrocuted today. Yeah. (laughs) So I literally, when the power goes out, 90% of the time Kate has electricity. So I literally run an extension cord from her garage across the street. Yeah. So I can like make coffee. It works out And and plug in your fridge so you don't lose all your food. (laughs) Uh, So a couple of years after uh, their divorce was finalized, Tanya met a man named Rod Hernandez. Uh, So it was in 2008. And they fell in love and Tanya was engaged to be married to him. They planned to marry on Valentine's Day of 2010. Rod's brother, Desi, talked later about Tanya's ex-husband, Jankowski, and said he was bitter. He was angry. He was mean. He said that in addition to to, uh, Jankowski being that way, he said he knew that the ex-mother-in-law, Nance, was also that way and had made violent threats to Tanya as well. So January 29th, 2010, Tanya was walking to her car after leaving a work training at the school she worked at. It was uh, 3.37 in the afternoon, and she was on the phone with her fiancé, Rod, um, who was at home with Tanya's nine-year-old son and was preparing to pick up their seven-year-old daughter from school. Apparently, they were like, he was making them dinner. He was like making like pork chops. He was grilling. And uh, he and Tanya were just like gushing to each other on the phone. I love you so much. And like, talking about like their wedding, which was coming up in a couple of weeks and just like really just, I love you and all this sweet stuff. And from all accounts, like I said, these two were like really, really in love. They were going to get married and live happily ever after. Which she deserved. Right. And so Tanya got in her car and started the vehicle. And all of a sudden Rod heard Tanya scream, oh my God, and dropped the phone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Keith has done that to me before. No. Where he's been talking to me and then he'll go, holy shit like that. And, and then I just hear background noise and he's not there anymore. And then he leaves me to have my heart, like with my heart racing right for what feels like an hour, but it's probably one minute. And yes. then he, he calls me back and goes, sorry, drop my phone. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Just the worst. <laughs> yeah. Just the worst. So Rod stayed on the phone for like several minutes and was like, what's going on? He, he like could hear like scuffling and he thought what happened was that maybe she got into a car accident on her way. That, yeah. Because he was like, she's in the car. He heard her start the car, thought she maybe had gotten into an accident. And and so he was like, I need to go. He got in his car and just started driving towards the preschool where she worked at. As he approached the school, it was surrounded by police tape. So this was like literally like probably eight minutes after he heard, oh my God. The school was surrounded by police tape and he walked up to the tape and was like, you know, I was just on the phone with my fiance. She said, oh my God, hung up. I'm scared she was hit by a 
car? Is that what's going on here? Can you tell me anything? And the police told him that she had been shot and that she was taken by an ambulance to the hospital. So Rod was obviously in shock. He called Tanya's kid's father, Dale Jankowski, and was like, you know, Tanya's been shot. And Dale, again, similar thing to what Tanya said. He's like, oh my God, okay, bye. And just like hung up and was like in shock, it sounded like. So Rod got to the hospital and like the minute he got there, he was told that unfortunately, you know, Tanya had passed away. Oh no, damn it. And the cause of death was four bullet wounds to the head. I don't know why I'm so upset that you just told me that because- this is a murder yeah. podcast. I like, what did you think? You were, I like, know. You were like, your face was visibly like, oh my God. I know. What? I know. I was she really. died? Yeah, Kate, that is, that is kind of like the theme of what we talk about. I just thought this time would be different. <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> you surprised me? <laughs> you know, you are spicy. I mean, I am constantly being surprised <laughs> by you. So not only was he told that his fiance was shot four times in the head and was dead, he was also told that the person who shot her was her ex-mother-in-law. Nance. Fucking Nance. Yeah, I saw that. I kind of saw that coming. So Dale is is questioned by the police. He claims he has no knowledge of this. He didn't have anything to do with the murder. He was shocked. Like he he came across as like visibly shocked by the murder and felt sad and and, and was doing everything you would expect somebody who was like mourning. Right. The the loss of their children's mother to be, you know, doing. He was just going on. He lost not only the, did his kids lose their grandma and he's lost his mom but his kids lost their mom. Like it was just, he just was right. distraught. Right. So he also was unaware that his mom even had a gun. He was like, I didn't, I didn't know she had a gun. I didn't know she could conceal and carry. Didn't know anything about this. So Nance was just like, Nance has got a crazy. gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Nance has got a gun. <laughs> but after Tanya was, was killed, he actually gained full custody of his kids. So a little, a little interesting. Uh... Yeah. So I don't know about that. The day of the murder, uh, apparently Dale's mom, you know, Nance had parked her car at his office, which was a title company. There was no reason she gave for dropping her car off at his office. She was just like, and he, he didn't ask. He was like, maybe she's going to a doctor appointment. I don't know. Like whatever. It could just be nothing. And then she parked her car, walked a mile to the preschool where Tanya worked at. So apparently as Tanya got in her car, Nance approached and fired several shots at Tanya with a 38 caliber revolver. And then she walked to the car door. She opened it, reloaded the gun, and continued to shoot. Oh, my God. Yes. She's a cold-hearted snake. That's exactly right. to her eyes. I thought you were going to keep singing. I don't know what song Uh-oh. She's been telling lies. It's Paula Abdul. I really no idea what you're saying. Oh, my God. Get to, like, the, the, the like, the. He's a lover boy at play. That's he the, don't play by rules. Literally Uh-oh. No. Uh-oh. Boy, don't play the fool. Is now. that that's like the chorus right there? Yeah. I, I da, don't da, 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 da. I'm no, I, it. you don't know. I know, like, let's get physical. If that that's that's not her, right? Who is that Olivia Newton John? I'm, I'm done talking. Okay, well, what does this. Paula Abdul even sing? You I'm sorry? Yes, I can't think of a single Paula Abdul song <laughs> right now. Rush, rush, baby, nope. hurry, hurry, Literally come no. to me. Nope. Oh my god. What else? Oh my god. What was the one that Oh, straight up. Straight, Straight up now, tell me, me if you want to love me forever. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that's the one I know. That's yeah. literally the That's one the only one you know? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean. This has been an, ex- in my, this in an my exercise opinion, in futility. She's a uh, one-hit wonder. With yeah. Straight up. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was kind of a one-hit wonder. 
You shut your mouth. Shut your poor mouth. (laughs) Uh, So Nance calmly, after she fired, you know, several shots and then opened the door, reloaded the gun and shot more. She calmly called 911 and told the operator what she had done and waited patiently for police to show up. The 911 operator She just waited? She literally just sat there and waited. She's a fucking crazy woman. The 911 operator asked why she shot Tanya and and all she said was, I don't know. And that's all I'm going to say. And then she hung up. Oh my God. Can you imagine being the dispatcher? Yeah, you're like, okay, thanks. Well, it's a, it's an answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it is, you can find the 911 call online. It's it's pretty much like, it's, she's just super cool. She's talking like she's like giving an order to like a pizza delivery place. Like, yep, I shot her. And you know, just very, very bizarre. Oh my God. So she'll do anything for her little Dale. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So Nance was 71 years old at the time. Uh, Growing up, Dale said that she was a normal mom. She didn't have any violent tendencies. She was a single parent. So she worked many jobs to make ends meet. And similar to Tanya, they were all like low paying. Yeah. Like low skilled jobs. But she loved taking the kids camping. She loved like doing outdoor stuff with them. Um, And Dale was like, yeah, you know, she raised us during a time when spankings were totally normal. And she spanked us. But that was really like he was like, she wasn't violent. She didn't have any violent tendencies. Dude, getting, yeah, giving spankings no. doesn't mean you're violent. No, absolutely Because if it not. does, my parents are violent yeah. as hell. As fuck. <laughs> and, and, and I am, huh. there's, that's an explanation for a lot of stuff in my life. <laughs> so right before this, or, or, you know, in the months leading up to the murder, she was diagnosed with congestive heart failure. And oh. she realized, she's like, I'm not going to be around for very much longer. She had a lot of grandkids, but most of them were adults now. So she was really, really close with Tanya's and Dale's kids. Like she treated them like they were hers. Like she, she had a special bond with them. But don't you feel like she sounds like the kind of woman that would badmouth their mom? To oh, them. absolutely. I'm yeah. sure that's exactly what she was like. Oh. I'm sure you're exactly right. I am. Yeah. Most times. I'm, of course I'm right. Of course I'm right. So as I said, she frequently expressed her anger at the custody situation with Dale. She would call Tanya, but that was really the extent of it. She left angry voicemails on Tanya's phone, things like you shouldn't have the kids or, or things like that. But she, she never like, coupons went, for tampons. Yeah, the coupons pretty tampons. aggressive in my opinion. Uh, so, 20% off tampons, some tampons. She was just never a fan of Tanya's, you know, even when they were married the whole tampon coupon thing, not a big fan of Tanya's. So she pled guilty. I mean, she, she pled guilty. She said that her health was declining and she just didn't really want the taxpayers to have to pay for her to stand trial. Oh, good for her. What a marvel. Oh, she's always thinking so, of others. Yeah. She actually also requested the death penalty. And this is going to really get you. The judge told her that her case was not eligible for the death penalty. Uh, Because apparently in Utah, in order for a case to be eligible for the death penalty, there have to be aggravating factors. So like more than one person is killed, murder during a sexual assault, murder with like certain devices like a bomb. But obviously none of those were, uh, uh, none of those applied to her. So she wasn't eligible for the death penalty. And the judge told her that. And she said, well, then I guess I didn't do a good enough job. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, If she really wants to die, she should just visit your backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Like the squirrels? I mean, I'm saying it could work. And it could not. And it would be if dead Nance walking. (laughs) Dead (laughs) Nance. Picturing the squirrels with their little acorns or probably their black walnuts. Yeah, their black walnuts. 
shining little mirrors that they have. God, we have too much time on our hands. Like, this is so funny. Those girls in our neighborhood are particularly. They are horrible. We talk about them as like whenever we get together as like a you know neighbor group, we're always like, "Those girls, guys, the squirrels." Oh my god! Because literally a topic of conversation. I have video of the squirrels chucking walnuts at my husband while he's raking the walnuts up. Like they're like, but stop doing that. Those are ours. <laughs> yeah, like, and he's like, get over into their yard, <laughs> yeah. get into Katie's yard right now. <laughs> That's it. We're he'd done. Like, he'd be like, move over. I gave you, you. Like in Katie's yard. Second chance, a third chance. Yeah. Don't get a fourth. Yeah. You're done. Go over into the bad yard. You're going to Transistorville. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's a transmitter, <laughs> isn't it? Transformerville. Transformerville. That Katie's sounds like yard. a really cool place. Yeah, actually, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. It's not a fucking old wooden robot. Like, eater, eater. <laughs> like, no, your sound effects are terrible. That sounds like an inflatable doll. <laughs> eater, eater, eater. <laughs> no. No, not it. So she pled guilty and was sentenced to 15 years to life in prison. And she was 71 at the time. So I was like, you're going to die in there, Nance. Well, and she has um, a heart disease. Yeah. And so she's con- yeah. congestive heart failure. Or congestive. heart failure. Congestive. 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 Oh, C- COPD. Is that what that? No, no. COPD is not that. No. <laughs> COPD has to do with the lungs. You're like, of course, COPD. Good. good. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I'm no doctor. I'm I not a doctor, COPD. but that girl is tall. <laughs> yeah, I'm no doctor, but she died. <laughs> so before she was sentenced, the judge needed to ensure she was competent because she had apparently made weird comments about like Tanya visiting her and like Tanya's unborn baby, which like Tanya wasn't pregnant. She's like, Tanya's unborn baby visited me. And everyone's like, you crazy. Oh my God. So Tanya apparently visited Nance. Her unborn okay. baby visited Nance. And all that to say Nance was fucking nuts. So Nance thought there was some supernatural shit going on. And so the judge was like, we need to make sure that she's like all there. Because like we can't sentence somebody to life in prison if she's not. But they found out, found that she was competent. She was just a little weird. <laughs> To uh, say the strange. least. So this was in 2010. Now she goes. She comes up for parole in 2020, and she's still alive. Oh snap! I know. So apparently, this congestive heart failure in prison you can last at least 10 years with it, which is shocking. you can last. Yeah. So she like she comes up for parole like you're a can of exactly. kidney beans. <laughs> like you can. Not past the yeah. okay. The expiration date, we're still good. We still got some, some time. So um, during this parole <laughs> hearing, for the first time ever, Nance kind of gave an explanation as to why she did this. Because up until this point, she literally just was like, yeah, I did it. But that was it. She didn't say anything I think else. it's pretty clear why yeah, she did I mean, it. Like, I think we all like, it was, had to do with custody. It had yeah, to do with all this. Is, um, she's obsessed with her son. Yeah. And so, but up until this point, she had never spoken about it. She just was like, you know, I did this. And ever it was all speculation. But during the parole parole hearing. Nance stated that this was not the type of thing that she'd normally do. She's like, I'm not a violent person. I normally wouldn't do this sort of thing, but I just had to get rid of her. She said that yeah. she, yeah, I mean, which is what you said. So she knew that Tanya was, she apparently had heard, I don't know if this was from uh, her son or 
from Tanya herself, but that Tanya was planning on moving to Nevada and taking the kids away from her and her son. And so she was worried she was never going to see them again. She said that she spent nine months threatening Tanya, but when that didn't work, she knew she needed to kill her. Well, let's, let's say, okay, there's the, let's, let's talk about that. So evidently in her adult brain, you either do the passive aggressive bullshit, like give a coupon for tampons or you shoot them to death. Correct. So there's no, there's nothing in between. Correct. So that's, yeah. that's, so that's, good where to know. that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So look from one extreme <clears throat> to another. Yeah. Super passive aggressive, like not confrontational. Yeah. And then like, so, well, that didn't gonna, work. <laughs> the tampon coupon didn't work. So I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her and <laughs> I'm going to reload and kill her again. So, yeah. So she said that she needed to kill her because you know, the threats weren't working. So she described the day of the shooting for the first time ever and said that she parked her car. She walked to the school so that her car wouldn't be recognized by Tanya. And she said she waited 45 minutes and watched Tanya exit the school. And she was kind of being a creep and like hiding at a car wash across the street and just like, Ooh, is she coming? Yeah, I'm just imagining this 71 year old cotton top hiding behind a bush. And like the person at the car, car wash, wash like is the probably little 16 year old. What? What's this old woman doing? But see, she's fucking old lady because doing. of that, I probably wouldn't say anything no, to anyone. No, like she's fucking old like, and she's probably... Oh, she probably maybe she, she got dementia. She escaped she, the nursing she home. She lost muffin. Yeah, <laughs> she's looking for a dog. She's looking for a dog, or maybe she's feeding the birds. Yeah, like, it's like it could be anything. It could be anything. You don't know. You don't know. So mm. she then, you know, after she saw Tanya get in her car, she approached her car, but she, she decided not to go through it. That she was like steps away and was like, "I can't do this." But she said at that point. She saw a third leg growing out of her and that third leg propelled her forward. She said that it was Satan himself. I was just going to say, and that third leg was the devil. It was. It was (laughs) Satan. It was Satan who caused her to grow a third leg which that third leg then propelled her forward to Man, the Man, that damn, that fucking guy's got his hands in everything. <laughs> I know. Like, Satan, we've got some questions for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a beef to pick with you. <laughs> All right? Like, quit yeah. fucking making innocent 71-year-old grandmothers grow legs. Sh- grow and legs. And shoot, like, why? Why? Why, why Satan? Why? 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 So she started shooting through the rear, rear window, but she missed Tanya. That's when she said that Tanya was terrified. And that's when she screamed, oh my God, because she was like being shot at through. Yeah. The window. But then she approached the car, opened the door and continued shooting, shooting Tanya. And this time she was just like point blank shooting her. Point blank. Head. That's what I was going to ask. Oh God. <sighs> so she right. obliterated. Right. And so Tanya was hit several times. Her body, like the continued or whatever, to, yeah. but somehow moved the car forward. Okay. during okay. the shooting and she like the car lurched forward and hit a parked car that was right in front of it so nance said that during all this tanya after she had shot her several times that tanya was moaning <sighs> and nance just really wanted to be the good person put her out of her pain and suffering and so she, it. she shot her so again. she continued shooting her until Jesus she stopped Christ. so she just it was just like pew, pew, pew. <laughs> you I make it sound like duck hunt yeah. or yeah. Like, it, <laughs> like it's like the old west where you're like because I got two wee, fingers wee, going. I got two finger guns. Yeah, it is not the wild. No, there it's were not, not two finger pistol things. Two like, finger pistol. <laughs> Katie literally yeah. did finger pistols at yeah. me. And you, by the way, you do not pull an imaginary <laughs> gun on someone. <laughs> you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing first. I li- and I also literally know nothing about guns, so I'm like, when I, yeah. when I get on, yeah, 
bang, bang. She's like, that's not what it. She's holding them like you, like you would a sparkler. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like she's dancing. Like I'm doing the finger dance. Like you're doing the. Also, the noise. Yeah, boo, boo. Like, this isn't laser tag. No, these are guns. <laughs> these are guns, Katie. <laughs> yeah, so I know nothing about guns. If you didn't know, uh, <laughs> enough to point it at yeah. me. Yeah. Now you do. <laughs> so Nance said that she was just trying to protect her grandkids by keeping keeping them with her and with their dad. And like I said, she believed that she was influenced by evil spirits primarily Satan. Okay. She was denied parole because she fucking crazy. Yeah. So Nance, you sit in jail forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how she thought that was gonna. Yeah. She's like, you know, if I come clean about Satan growing, helping me grow a third leg, I feel like I'm going to get out of jail. Yeah. Well, it is the land of Brigham Young. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, hmm. It, I, I mean. It sounded like throughout the hearings and and process of her guilty pleas and stuff, she told multiple attorneys and and multiple people that she was just trying to get out of jail. So she was like, I'll do whatever. Like, oh, maybe if I plead guilty, will that like give me a better chance of getting out? So she knew what she was doing. She knew what she did. She is an evil witch and yeah. she was just trying to get rid of her daughter-in-law so her her perfect baby angel son could have perfect, could could have uh custody of his kids and guess what it fucking didn't work because he did have them for a little while but now her kids are living with tanya's family in florida so fuck you jakowski oh my god that sounded like trash talking yeah. at a hockey game yeah. <laughs> You're right. It did. Yeah. Right. Thank you, Joukowsky. Nance is in yeah. jail. I Nance mean, like, they investigated to see, like, they went if, through his computer. They went through, they searched his house. They did Yeah, all this I mean, stuff. he can't, he can't control what his mother does. He claims that he had nothing to do with the murder. They did an investigation. He was cleared of any wrongdoing. And like I said, it does seem like he was shocked. And he doesn't talk to his mom anymore. They have no relationship. She doesn't talk. She doesn't talk to him. She doesn't talk to oh, the kids. sounds like she was toxic anyway. Yeah. So yeah. she doesn't talk to the kids. She doesn't talk to her son. She's just a loner in jail. And so it's it seems like he really did not have anything to do with it. But regardless, like... Well, she's actions, not totally alone in jail. She has Satan. That's true. <laughs> and that third leg. <laughs> How's that third leg treating you now, Nance? <laughs> People call you tripod? <laughs> Do you just lean, lean against it? Is it like a kickstand? Or like, how is that work? Where did the third leg come from? Was it front? Was it back? Was it side? I don't. So many questions about the third leg. I think leg. a butt leg would be interesting. Because yeah. then you could just sit back. You could just sit back. It'd be like those old, those like, those like old people oh, that yes, have like, yes. like a little quick chair that you yeah. can up. Like, uh. <laughs> or it's like a, a cane that has like a little drop, a little drop down chair. <laughs> Kickstand Nance. Yeah, Kickstand Nance. (laughs) Three like McGee. Uh, Okay, so yeah, so that is the unfortunate murder of Tanya Nicotina. R.I.P. Tanya. She was a good mom. She was just trying to do what was best for her kids. And her crazy fucking mother-in-law stole her life. That is... That well, thank you yeah. for sharing that case. And again, I'm sorry that I was all bummed out at the conclusion. <laughs> I bet because I should have seen that coming. Yeah. Should have seen that coming. Yeah. I so. mean that that is. I do. I kind of feel for Dale. I know it's like to, to be raised by a woman like that, right? And, and like, like he said, like he always felt like sort of slighted by her because she didn't let his dad have a relationship with him. So I think like. 
there was just this like this weird dynamic going yeah. on there with yeah. her like wanting to be in complete control. Dale obviously like not having. I mean, he might have been one of those kids that was like really controlled by his mom. It sounds like he probably was. And Which, he was like a 50 some year old man at this point. So like, yeah, yeah, it kind of, yeah, it kind of sounds like that. And some people, a lot of people confuse love with control. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. I think in this case, Nance was controlling. <laughs> she wasn't loving. She wasn't loving to the kids. She wasn't loving to her son. She was controlling. Oh, well, oh, that's man. sad. Yeah, it's sad. But but yeah, so that is uh, that is that. Uh, we have another state to find, uh, hopefully find a sticker for. I so think there is a Utah that. sticker in there. Yeah, I, I think we saw a Utah sticker. We had to put, you know, we had to fill in Nebraska and we just, we have like six Massachusetts. So Kate just tore off the little uh, leg <laughs> Of Massachusetts, Massachusetts to make it as much of a square sort of rectangle to what? sort of look like Nebraska. It doesn't, but it does. <laughs> but it does the job. But it literally has the letters M A. Yeah, on it. yeah, I know. And I had to write over it over them. I had to really. I, mean, I had to, they took me. I don't know if you noticed, but it took me like ten minutes to, to remember the initials of N E. Uh, yeah, I was like Nebraska. You didn't Google it. No. I thought for sure you Googled it. No, NS. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, uh, NB. Uh, it's horrible. I should not be an American. Like, I don't understand. I feel I, pretty good about my knowledge of the states. I could probably do at least 40 of those. I, but, like, once I get up into the Northeast. I'm oh, like, the Northeast is confusing as shit. there's Massachusetts. Yeah, so that map is fucked up. Yeah. But we. But we love it. But we love it. Yeah. So I map. would like to give a shout out to your cousin, Danielle. She texted me after listening to the episode last week and was like, Chris Maloney's eyebrows are really fucked up. And I was like, those be fighting words, bitch. Oh, shots fired. Yeah, there were shots fired. (laughs) She was looking up the wrong Chris Maloney. Apparently there is like a Christopher Maloney whose name is spelled different. And he does have weird eyebrows. How did she but get she the wrong one? She didn't know Chris. She like, didn't know. But then she sent me that thing about all of his like pictures of his ass. Oh yeah. For oh it. yeah. Which Have you it. seen his Peloton ad? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because we texted that yeah, back yeah. and forth. Like, oh my god. Look at this. Oh, you see his kibble and bits. Oh, it's so good. It's oh, so, so good. I'm like, you can blur out all yeah, you want. I know, but I know. But I know. I I've know got what's an there. Active imagination. <laughs> also, you can like identify flesh yeah, color. Right. <laughs> And how far it goes up. <laughs> Talk about a third leg. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Maloney marry me. Okay. Oh, anyway. yeah. <laughs> and let me be part of the menage yeah. a trois. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, guys, as always, please make sure to like us and subscribe and tell all your friends about us. Find us on Instagram at premeditated podcast. Kate's yes. back to posting her funny I shit. I am. I am. So make sure you check us out there. Follow us and tell all your friends. Um, shoot us an email. I don't we think haven't gotten we any. We didn't get any emails this week, guys. Um, can I have, I have a little bit of a confession. Okay. I reluctantly have, uh, might have a little bit of a crush on your uncle. <laughs> I'm just so I'm going to put that out there. I'm sure his wife is a lovely yeah. woman. She is. She's yeah. Nice. But Fine. I, Sin City Chris, I just. <laughs> Sin I City just, Uncle Chris. I, Sin City. Yeah. I don't have to call him yeah. uncle. You're right. Unless he wants me to. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to barf. Oh my God. I need to wrap this up. I'm sorry I'm for leaving. making it weird. <laughs> I don't know what you expected doing it this with me, but. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes, shoot us an email at thepremeditatedpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, tell tell your folks we says hi.
much. I don't think I'm even singing it right yeah, anymore. I, but it sounds really good. I think I'm making it up too, but yeah. it sounds good.